Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Space. What the fuck, dude? Just kidding. This isn't an episode of Space. What the fuck, dude? This is your boy, Danny Palmer. Danny Palmer NYC is my handle on Instagram. I'm performing this Saturday in Toronto, Ontario. That's in Canada. It's a country that's not the United States. It's just north. So, like, if you get on a globe and you look at... Obviously, everybody knows where Canada is. Danny. Danny, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot, hon, but I still love you. That's my girlfriend. She has a very raspy voice. Uh, Look at that. Got the show promos out of the way at the outset of the recording. Look at that. Isn't that... Maybe that's smart, you know? Don't you hate when you, like, they play, like, an ad on TV... Or especially on like the radio, well, I guess radio doesn't really exist anymore on podcasts when they say the name of the product three times in a row. It's like, dude, stop saying the name of the product three times in a row. But I guess technically they're right to do that because it's like science or some shit, dude. Like if you repeat things over and over, you know, maybe like half the people will be annoyed that you repeated that shit. But even that part of that half and the whole other half will just be like influenced by it, you know? Maybe, is that how you become an influencer? You just like repeat stuff six times in a row and then people are like, I, dude, that guy really repeated that a lot. I'm going to go out and buy it. By the way, there's this fucking, uh, this lady on Instagram that I saw recently and she's so badass, dude. She makes this like crazy ass shit. Her name is Savannah Moss. She's pretty big on TikTok. She's big on Instagram. And uh, she does these like little, I don't even know how you describe it. It's like these conceptual videos there's one where she pretends to be like a Starbucks employee, like handing you a Starbucks cup through the car window and then like milk pours what it looks like it's from the sky. And then into this cup, I, I don't know how to describe it. And then it just keeps like smash cutting into the next thing and the next thing. It's very creative. I love shit like that, you know, cause it's like, I spent a lot of time in the stand up world. It's like, Oh, what a clever juxtaposition this performer just made using a series of words and anecdotes. But then you see shit like that and you're like, Whoa, dude, you know, like when you go to MoMA, one time I went to MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art here in New York. No, actually, this was at the Whitney. And there was this one exhibit. It was like a TV. You walk in this room, and there's a bunch of like TVs on the wall and like like right catty corner below the ceiling. And it was just these like three dudes in these skin tight outfits and they were all greased up and they were sliding between um, cars, like bucket seat cars, like in between where like where you where you would buckle in. I can't talk where you would buckle in the seatbelt. They would slide in between that part and slither all around this car. And I'm like, this is this art, dude? This counts? Oh, it counts, pal. It made it to the Whitney. None of your shit's in the Whitney, Danny. Honey, don't listen to him. You don't need to listen to who? Myself? Whoa. I really need to get a co-host of this podcast. You really do, man. Here's a fun quote. I meant to say this at the beginning. A smooth sea never made a strong sailor. I love it. I love the alliteration. <laughs> I love the idea. I love that it's short. I love that it's true. You know, it's like, oh, these fucking vicissitudes of life are fucking me in the old ass, kid. But then it's like, hey, they're good vicissitudes, dude. You need that shit, bro. Sis, whatever, dude, you know. My friend in Austin, he's so funny. He sends like funny texts to the group. And some some of them are so good. I just like capture them and read them on the podcast as though they were my own idea. His most recent one that I loved, he goes, thank God we finally get the Willy Wonka origin story. Been laying awake at night for 40 plus years wondering how that eccentric chocolatier came to be. <laughs> yeah, dude, does anybody really care about this fucking Wonka movie with Timothy Chalamet? Chalajan? Like, so what, dude? Like, obviously the whole thing is pretend. That's why I have a hard time getting into Harry Potter. It's like, 
obviously there's no such school. There's no Hogwarts school, dude. This is just this lady just made this up on her fucking head. And I say that, but I do like fiction. You know, Game of Thrones, fucking incredible. There's obviously myriad amazing novels and literature, but some of this shit, dude, it's just, it's just like now. It's a pass. And by the way, I am actually the world's foremost expert on what art is acceptable for people to like and what art what art isn't. So if you ever need advice on that, just slide in my DMs and be like, hey, Danny, I was looking at this piece of art and I was wondering if this is cool and acceptable to you so that I can determine how to live the course of my life. And I will respond to you and let you know what is permissible and what isn't. That's just a service that I provide for $0 and zero cents. I only have 2,000 followers. So there's there's that. That's something. Okay. And now a quote from Dua Lipa's newsletter. Obviously, I don't go through hardly any pod episodes where I don't mention Dua Lipa. And this pod app will be no exception. Should I videotape this shit? I'm just like gesturing to myself in my apartment. I'm like, should I videotape? I feel like videotaping your own self on your own pod is weird unless you're like a name like Tim Dillon does his own shit. You know, but he wears like crazy sunglasses, but he's in a studio and he's like has millions of followers. I feel like if I did it, it'd just be like, oh, dude, what's going on with this guy? Does he, does he, does he not leave that apartment? Like, what's he doing in there, dude? I don't like this. Okay. Quote from Dua Lupa's newsletter. I love this. And I love how she spells the, one of the words in this is favorite. But I love how British people British, British people spell that word. F-A-V-O-U-R-I-T-E. We're thrown in the U. One of my favorite things to do is to get all my friends around a table for a night of delicious food, drinks, and music. Whether it's cooking a beautiful meal for my girlfriends or something a little more raucous, where my kitchen becomes a dance floor, I just love to host. <laughs> Dude, I love her. I sent that... I sent that little clip to my like college buddy group text and they're just like, what, what, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just quoting Dua Lipa as though I were Dua Lipa. You'll never be here. I know. I'm not a fucking girl, dude. That's not the problem. All right, dude. Yeah. Former co-host of space. What the fuck dude, Zach McGovern and I were texting this past weekend. Sometimes we come up with funny shit to text back and forth to each other. And I used to live in this uh, double wide trailer in St. Pete, Florida when I was like seven. And then he was talking about like, Pull, pull that trailer right into the golf. Like, I think it'd be kind of funny if I was like a seven-year-old kid. I'm just like running around my little trailer, you know? And then Zach as an adult shows up and he's just like this worker dude with a truck that you can load trailers onto the bed of. And he just like loads up the trailer onto the truck bed and then dumps it into the Gulf of Mexico. And I'm just like crying. And he's like, doesn't even care that I'm upset. You know, he's just like doing his job. Like his job is to get that trailer into the Gulf and he does it. And then it's just a big, it's a big pollutant, you know, <laughs> like the green wallpaper is like coming up to the surface. It's not good, dude. You know, it's like a little biohazard. It's like a rectangular biohazard in the shallow Gulf waters. Not cool. What's <laughs> so stupid. I can see why the numbers for this pot are low. I get it, dude. I was talking to somebody recently. They said their birthday. They said their birthday. Their birthday is in December. It's like December 11th. And my mom's birthday is December 27th. And she was like, yeah, that's a way worse day to have a birthday, you know, because it's like two days after Christmas. Like oftentimes I'll be with my parents on Christmas. And then it's like, you know, oh, Christmas. Oh, awesome. And then the next day you're like, all right, that was that was pretty fun. And then the next day after that is the party. Getting a little tired of parking. Kind of want to go back up to NYC, but I feel like real piece of shit. So moving forward, if you have a mom and you're able to control when their birthday is, try to make it not between, not the week between Christmas and New Year's. Just something to look into. 
Just something to consider. Uh, I don't know if anybody's interested in hearing an, an insult of me, but uh, my friend Alex Pabone, friend, quote unquote, he's this Canadian comic that moved to New York City. He's like five foot seven. This guy's a fucking tool, dude. <laughs> we always text each other just mean shit back and forth. And he goes, I'm not a fucking vagabond like you who spent his childhood split between the dumpster of Cleveland and the rubble of Tampa. That's pretty good, Pavone. I can give you credit for that one. I mean, usually I win our little verbal altercations because I'm smarter and, and just better at everything in life than he is. But in this case, I tip my cap. You Canadian fuck. One of my notes on my phone was like, stand up as a crack cocaine of the entertainment industry. It really is, dude. There was some interview. I wish I, wish I could. Do you ever like reference something that you heard in the past, but you can't remember what it is or where it's from, but you always reference it because it's like somehow becomes relevant often in conversations. I fucking hate that. There's this interview with somebody in, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and they were talking about that they like acting. And then there's this other quote, kind of tangential, but related, where William H. Macy said that he wouldn't do stand-up if you put a gun to his head. <laughs> kind of on that, on that note, the Sunny actor, or maybe it was D. Sweet D, I don't know, was saying that like they really like acting, but stand-up is like the crack cocaine of the entertainment industry. It's crack. It's like, <laughs> I mean, when you just stand up in front of a packed crowd, that's one thing. And it's great. But sometimes the shows are light. Every comic over the course of the years, you're going to have a show that's light where there's not a lot of audience members. And I've noticed that excellent comics can handle any and all situations with a plum. They can murder in a theater. They can take a group of like eight to 10 people that are scattered throughout and not really engaged and still get good laughs out of those people too. You know, it's such a like broadly challenging art form and not only the material in your presence in your delivery but in your ability to create something in the room no matter how many people are in it that is fun and funny and like the, you know you're just kind of like whipping up a, a piece of art but not by yourself with the other people in the room and I, you know i just think it's impressive the great comics that can do that so i don't know i'm i'm like having i'm being paranoid in my head right now i'm like Tini, why are you like describing that you like stand up like wh who cares dude no but i'm ex explaining the rationale of why okay that could be valuable information it's not valuable turn it off go to bed all right fine oh dude this is kind of insane to me so i was reading this article about how like all these um startups have really failed this year and like venture capital went from being this industry that was like on one road in silicon valley to like this global industry that is on par with like hedge funds and venture capital firms. But now apparently in 2023, all, all many of the startups are just fucking tanking. And there's this one bird in September bird, a scooter company that raised $776 million was delisted from the New York stock exchange because of its low stock price. It's $7 million market capitalization is less than the value of the $22 million Miami mansion that its founder, Travis Vander Zanden bought in 2021. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. He's just like at a board meeting or like at an, at an employee meeting. And they're like, dude, if your mansion is worth more than the company, can we just like, like look for other jobs at this point? He's like, yes, in fact, you have to. You have no other choice because we're tanking. We're fucking tanking, kid. Well, I guess this episode a little shorter than usual, but uh, listen, it's incumbent upon the listeners to get the fucking, like in August, I sent, I set an enter or a entertainment record. I set like a listener record. And now I feel like in the towards the holidays, not as many people are. And so that's your fault, listeners. Okay, you can't attack your listeners if you're trying to grow your audience base. Well, that's what I'm doing. That's what this podcast does. Yeah, I can see why you haven't made it far. All right, that's not nice, honey. 
I don't love you anymore. Good, I don't love you either. You don't love me, you just love my doggy style. Okay, Snoop Dogg. Uh, <coughs> sorry, I'm not going to leave that cough out. I'm not going to edit that cough out. Let's just leave it in. Thank you for listening to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. You can follow me on Instagram at Danny Palmer NYC. I mentioned the Toronto show uh, this weekend. Every Friday night, Black Hat LES, if you're in New York City. Our Instagram handle there is Black Hat Comedy. All one word. Every Friday, 9 o'clock, 172 Rivington. And you can buy tickets, get tickets through the through my Danny Palmer NYC page, uh, Instagram profile, and the Black Hat Comedy Instagram profile. And I'm sorry if that last part was kind of annoying. A lot of stupid details, hon. Just turn it off and read a book. All right, I'm doing it. All right, fucking John, dude. Thank you for listening, you fucking Johns. All right, I'm just, uh, just gonna, just gonna probably wrap this. Oh boy, just gonna hit stop here pretty soon and just call it an app. You know what I mean? Just call it an episode. So okay, really wasting time. No need for this part.